chaos at the Capitol. Following the riots that occurred on January 6, 2021 in Washington, D.C., there has been much surprise, horror, and anger expressed over what happened and hand-wringing over possible future incidents. People keep saying that they can't believe something like this happened in America, where people are expected to act in a more civilized manner, obey laws, and respect government institutions. But that begs the question, what makes this country so much better than the so-called third world countries we so easily mock when they experienced the kind of civil unrest this country experienced a couple of weeks ago? Are Americans somehow better than people in other countries, smarter, or less prone to violence? The answer, of course, is no. Look at how easily chaos came to our nation's capital. It's not as if the capital was overrun by 5,000 ninjas or armed special forces. It was an ordinary group of citizens simply pushing their way into a federal building. So what makes us think that the things people do in other countries could never happen here? In a word, arrogance. We believe that somehow we are inherently better and that the institutions we have created are superior. The Bible instructs us to place our trust in God and not in ourselves or anyone else for that matter. Proverbs 3 and 5 reads, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. It's one or the other. Either you fully trust God and do not lean to your own understanding, or you lean to your understanding and therefore are not fully trusting God. Do you want to know what it looks and sounds like when you trust man and not God? Here are some examples of feedback CNN received regarding this incident. Example number one comes from Jake in Indianapolis. He said, my wife calls me a robot because I don't show my emotions very often. Yesterday on my drive home, I was so angry with the terrorist who desecrated our temple of liberty. I cried. This was almost as surreal as 9-11. I was texting with my British friend who, along with his wife, just became permanent residents. I apologize to him for what he was seeing. This is the United States of America. We do not act like this. We are the example to the world of what freedom and democracy look like. Not by screaming on bravado or force, but by going about our business and letting our normal be how we show the world. This is how it is done. This is who we are. Yesterday, we lost this. Yesterday, America failed. Jake, Proverbs 16 and 18 reads, Pride goeth before destruction, and in haughty spirit before a fall. When you speak about a government building being our temple of liberty, and about this country being the example to the world of what freedom and democracy look like, you have set yourself up for a fall. In this example, pride represents a failure to recognize that all human beings everywhere are flawed and capable of pretty much anything. Jake's feeling that Americans are better is wrong, and as we've seen, dangerously so. Because when you believe that something can't happen, you don't see it happening right in front of you. 
Example number two comes from Sheena from California. Wednesday's attempted coup was one of the most terrifying things I have witnessed with the exception of 9-11. Within the last four years, Trump has managed to tear down the democracy that we built, fought, and died for. We have managed to hold on to our democracy by a razor-thin margin, and I pray that we can turn around our country before it is too late. Shana, Psalm 118 and 8 reads, It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. First of all, anything that can be torn down or badly damaged by one man isn't as strong as you think it is. Second, when your confidence is in man, you look to man for the solutions even after man and the plans of man have failed miserably. In other words, you trust man for the fix, even though man is what caused the problem in the first place. Shana is praying that we, man, can turn around our country instead of praying that God would have mercy on this country for its pride and arrogance. Example number three is from Kim in Tennessee. I'm frightened at what this administration has gotten away with. I'm frightened by how gullible and uneducated our US, our U.S. citizens have become. I'm frightened that we value personality over our laws and constitution. I'm frightened that one evil-intentioned man can rise to the top of our political system to become president. I'm frightened that the whole world is watching and that the rest of the evil in this world is seeing how divided and vulnerable we are now. I'm afraid we've lost our democratic way that we've forgotten that being an American requires the personal responsibility to our nation to be good caretakers of our laws, our words, and each other. I'm frightened to be a U.S. citizen for the first time in my life. Kim, 2 Timothy 3.13 reads, But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. It should be no surprise at all that evil men, deceivers, and seducers will arise as the warnings in scripture are crystal clear. Is it our primary responsibility to the things of man or the things of God? If you have been trusting man for your peace and safety, you never had peace and safety and you never will. If the thing that disturbs your peace is the conduct of one person, then you're already lost. What happened last week was yet another wake-up call from God. Will we actually get up this time, take the correct lessons from this incident, and acknowledge God, or will we continue to hit the snooze button? Because relying on men and not God, you might as well be asleep. Proverbs 3.6 reads, In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. The plain truth is that the United States of America has been failing to acknowledge God in any way for a long time. Instead, we worship wealth, technology, and other man-made constructs instead of God. We have removed God from our institutions, for example, prayer from schools, the Ten Commandments from government buildings, and so forth. We have removed God from our institutions whenever possible. We blindly and foolishly trust that people in this country will not behave in certain ways. We trust that certain institutions and other things, such as government buildings, are completely safe. That is in part how you end up with people from all walks of life, 
state legislators, small business CEOs, the son of a New York City judge, marketing executives, just to name a few, forcibly and illegally entering government buildings by filming, taking selfies, and otherwise brazenly memorializing their own criminality. In addition to all of that, there is the undercurrent of unresolved and festering issues regarding race and class that have plagued this country for centuries, and which are not the result of the actions or words of one person and have yet to be properly addressed. As a result, cracks in the foundation of this country have been appearing in plain sight on a regular basis, and not enough has been done to treat, let alone heal, the obvious divisions. To some extent, these issues have been camouflaged by wealth and technological advances. But at some point, problems like these that are not addressed openly, honestly, and completely will simply continue to grow and grow until, well, until you have the kind of chaos, confusion, and violence we've seen pop up regularly since last summer. For far too long, America has believed that it was immune from the ills of man and the things we see happening all over the world. And rather than seek answers from the only one who has them, that would be God, has tried unsuccessfully to fix man-created problems with man-created solutions. What happened on January 6, 2021 could have been much, much worse. And frankly, many times this country has been spared the full brunt of things. And yet and still, when given every opportunity to do so, has refused to thank and praise God, but instead has thanked and praised men. It's well past time for that to stop.